Another OEC Fiber Football Friday. Welcome in, everybody. I am here at Riverwind Casino. Happy to be here, as always. Big weekend here at Riverwind. The final Beats and Bites show of 2023 is happening this Sunday. We have the Gin Blossoms and Tonics, Sunday at 5 p.m. If you come out and purchase two tickets for the Beats and Bites show with the Gin Blossoms and Tonic again, this Sunday, 5 o'clock outside on the Coupel Works Beats and Bites stage, then you are going to get a free Beats and Bites T-shirt and $5 in bonus play. So they're giving you a little break on uh, tickets. And, again, they'll throw in the T-shirt and $5 in bonus play as well. We also have tonight uh, the next-to-last drawing in the 80K Friday Night Frights uh, promotion. Come on out here. Hopefully you'll hear a name called. You've been playing with your wild card. If you, uh, again, come on here and play with your wild card this afternoon into early evening before they start the drawings tonight, and uh, hopefully hear your name called and win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play here at Riverwind Casino in the 80K Friday Night Frights promotional drawing happening tonight. And I also want to let you know that the uh, Pete Davidson tickets for the Pete Davidson show that was just added on Monday, are on sale now. For Pete Davidson, yes, that Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, SNL, you know that Pete Davidson. December 3rd is the show date, and the tickets went on sale today. They're going pretty quickly. Get online at riverwind.com or get out here to the casino box office and get your tickets. I am on location at Riverwind, OEC Fiber Football Friday. Parker Thune also on location today. Parker, tell us all about it. Yeah, that's right, Steely. I am out here on the northwest side of Norman, right off I-35 at Burn Boot Camp, an OEC Fiber Internet subscriber since October 2022 and a phone subscriber since March of 2023. With Oklahoma being one of the most unfit states in America, Burn Boot Camp wants to do their part to help change that trajectory and impact people's lives and where they're at physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So... Burn Boot Camp is the spot today. Awesome workout facility, outstanding supplements, uh, offerings, outstanding apparel. They've got the whole nine yards here at Burn Boot Camp. So if you're in the area, you're down I-35, come on by, stop by. I've got some ref swag, and uh, you can uh, you can throw around a few kettlebells in here, as if you were Benny Wiley. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But when it, with a name like Burn Boot Camp, it sounds like they take it very seriously. It's a lot more in line with Jerry Schmidt, I'm sure, than Benny Wiley. But I, I hear what you're saying. All right. So I'm here at Riverwind Burn Boot Camp for Parker. Uh, news of the day yesterday was the news that we were expecting. Michael Boganowski, four-star kid, best player in the state of Kansas, one of the uh, blue-chip prospects in America, making his decision committing to the University of Oklahoma here is what Michael Boganowski said uh, when he was asked why he chose Oklahoma. Uh, I'd say just like the first time I vi- like the first time I took a visit to Oklahoma, Coach Venables he like took me through his whole like coaching uh, journey, like what he did at each school, and he was like, I did it at every other school. I think like it's gonna happen here at Oklahoma, and then like seeing how the season played out, just that happened. So like that's that's something I want to be a part of. Just seeing like how like how they play defense, like all the moving pieces, like I think that's that's something I could fit into for sure. Sorry, dear. Old uh, old school amateur jumped on the uh, end of the soundbite, but obviously very impressed with the Oklahoma defense. 
uh, listened clearly and bought into Brent's message. Parker also has a complete in-depth interview on OU Insider right now that he, uh, he had with Michael Boganowski. Uh, I guess this was done clearly before the decision came down, but it was one of those, <laughs> you had one of those uh, last year with DJ Hicks that didn't, you didn't really get to, to uh, put on YouTube or on a podcast, but you did with Michael Boganowski. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, his dad played college football, uh, so he's got a good bloodline there. And uh, for him to pick the Sooners, over Kansas State, which is right there nearby, that's a really good get for Oklahoma. It is a really good get, Steely, and it's not your average run-of-the-mill recruiting victory over Kansas State. You're going toe-to-toe with a school like Kansas State, and in most circumstances you would say, okay, wh- why wouldn't Oklahoma win that battle? But you must consider the greater context at play in that particular recruitment because, as you mentioned, his dad played college football at New Mexico State, and his position coach, Steve Stannard, these days happens to be the linebacker's coach at Kansas State. So Michael Boganowski had the chance to go and be coached 15 minutes from home by the exact same guy that coached his dad almost 30 years ago. So there was a lot of compelling reason to pick Kansas State. They were his first offer. He visited that campus a zillion times. But... At the end of the day, he liked what OU pitched him on, and he was completely comfortable and confident with the decision to pursue a new position when he arrived in Norman. I mean, you you heard him say it. If somebody like Brent Venables thinks you're a safety, well, then you're a safety. So he trusts Venables' vision. He trusts what the Oklahoma staff sees in him and believes he can be within the Sooners' defensive scheme. And I tend to think, Steely, that he's just the type of versatile hard-nosed defender that you can stick just about anywhere ultimately and he's going to be playing some pretty high-level football in the Crimson and Cream. So Michael Boganowski uh, to Oklahoma bolstering what is already a a really highly touted uh, recruiting class. Looks like you're going to get Eddie Pierre-Louis in a matter of time. Looks like uh, you're leading and you're probably going to get again Grant Bricks in a matter of time. So another outstanding class being put together by Brent and company for the Sooners. How much, let me just ask it this way, because of how the proximity to Kansas State and the ties that you mentioned there to that program, and I've always had a lot of respect for the K-State program, man. They are, you know, I know they have some blips here and there where it's like, man, is that really Kansas State? One of those, uh, of course, we saw a few weeks ago in Stillwater, but for the most part, that's a program where they get the best out of their players. Do you think the Sooners get Michael Boganowski if they're not going to the SEC? <sighs> I, Yes, I think so, because I think ultimately the kid was just enthralled with the idea of playing for somebody like Brent Venables, who not only has such a track record and a resume as a defensive coach in general, but a guy who has, who A, has roots in the Sunflower State himself, and B has shown in years past that he can go back to his home state, pluck those versatile athletic defenders, and make them into studs. Whether you're talking about a guy like Isaiah Simmons, who's now in the NFL, or you look at Oklahoma's current roster, a guy like Jaron Canick, who hails from uh, the boondocks out in West Kansas. So Michael Boganowski, very much cut from that same cloth in that 
He's kind of a positionless defender. Yeah, you can shoehorn him into one particular spot and just have him hone his craft at that position. But he's capable of doing a great many things on the football field, just like Isaiah Simmons was, just like Jaron Kanick is. And did the pending move to the SEC help? Certainly. But I think even if that SEC move isn't in the works, Brent Venables and what he's done, and especially with what he's done with defenders from the Sunflower State in the past, that was what won over Michael Boganowski. All right, I'm here at Riverwind Casino. It is an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Parker on the road as well at Burnt Boot Camp today. Burnt Boot Camp. Man, that sounds like a place where they're going to work it, but, uh, you know, that's where I need to be, really. That's really where I need to be because this old man is, um, I am uh, about a, about as out of shape. I, I think when I stand up and sit, sometimes I'm out of breath. That's how bad it is. But uh, good to have them along on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Remind you tomorrow about our pregame show beginning at 7 a.m. right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. We'll be all over Campus Corner. Two locations, the legendary Balfour of Norman. If you want Sooner stuff, Sooner gear, Sooner sportswear, hats, anything you can think of Sooner-related, Balfour is the place you need to be. Jerry and the folks over there, they're the best, the absolute best. And then we'll be at Boyd Street Ventures as well tomorrow after the game for postgame at another legendary place on Campus Corner, O'Connell's Irish Pub and Grill. By the way, interesting, uh, you know, our man Chris Plank has Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports on every Friday to give us his take and his picks on uh, the top college games. And maybe he throws in an NFL game, but it's mainly college. Here is what Lee Sterling said today when they asked him about uh, his thoughts on the Sooners and UCF tomorrow. So John Rice Plumley, when he's healthy, he has almost no chance to play at the NFL unless he switches positions. But when he's healthy, he is a tough out. He can run. He runs like 75% of the time, it seems like, when he drops back to pass. But it looks like he's going to be playing with a leg brace. And I think he's at best 80-85%. I think that they're going to be limited. And Dylan Gabriel should continue to play well here against a UCF defense that he knows. And how bad has the UCF defense been? They've given up 51, 36, 44 points, three straight losses. Their defense ranks 53rd in rush, 93rd, sorry, 93rd in rush D, 106th in time on the field, and 99th in plays faced here. They're just not talented here. The OUD number two in interceptions, eighth in turnovers here. Um, both teams playing hurry up favors Oklahoma. Romper room special. Sooners 56-26. There you go. So Lee Sterling uh, likes the Sooners and likes the Sooners a lot. The line got down to 17.5. It originated at 19.5, got down to 17.5. That's the last place I saw it. Might move back in Oklahoma's direction. Uh, again, it's a heavier favorite before kickoff. But uh, can't wait for our pregame tomorrow beginning at 7 a.m. right here on the home of Sooner fans. Okay, it's an OEC Fiber Football Friday, Riverwind Casino, Big Beats and Bites show. The last show of 2023 is happening Sunday at 5 o'clock. The Gin Blossoms and Tonic on the uh, Coop Ale Works Beats and Bites stage. Come on out here today at the box office in person. Get a pair of tickets to the Beats and Bites show. You'll get a free official Riverwind Beats and Bites T-shirt 
and $5 and bonus play as well. $5 and bonus play, you might be able to par that into your new fortune. You never know. You never know. Also want to thank Lasher Home Comfort Systems for sponsoring our number one right here on the program, 405-579-3113. Tim Lasher, great Sooner, great company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Coming right back here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Friday, the best day of the week. Well, until it turns into Saturday because we get Sooner football. But Friday's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Particularly if it's an OEC Fiber football Friday. Our man, uh, David Goodspeed, OEC Fiber, just taking off. Giving people great deals with great service, great internet and TV. You don't have to worry about that other place where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't get a hold of anybody but a bot. You know what I'm talking about. You know the one I'm talking about. All right, uh, 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Beats and Bites, final show of the 2023 season is happening this Sunday night outdoors. going to be awesome. Gin Blossoms and Tonic on the Coupeo Works Beats and Bites stage. And, again, tickets are only 10 bucks. Great value right there. I mean, a great value. And if you come out today and you show up, in person at the Showplace Theater, buy two tickets. They're going to give you an official Beats and Bites T-shirt and $5 in bonus play. Who knows what that could turn into. So come on out and see us here at Riverwind. And uh, drawings tonight in the 80K Friday Night Frights promotion as well. There's always something happening here at Riverwind. Justin Reed, everybody out here, they do an unbelievable job. It's always so clean, so professional. The... Uh, Gaming floor looks unbelievable, newly renovated. If you haven't been out here and seen the new look, Riverwind, it is, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I can't lie, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Okay, Parker Thune, you were out on location for an OEC Fiber Football Friday as well. Yeah, out here at Burn Boot Camp off of I-35 up on the northwest side of Norman. And OEC Fiber Internet subscriber since October 22, and uh, phone subscriber since March of 2023. So, they're part of the OEC Fiber family, and they have quite the facility here. Um, I'm giving half a thought to stripping off my hoodie when we get off the air, Steely, and pumping some iron. There you go. Why not? Or you can do that uh, Benny Wiley kettlebell drill over there, as you said. But uh, you know how we operate in Oklahoma. Kettlebells, all right. You know, if you want to play for mule shoe or whatever, you can do the kettlebell workout. You know, it just depends on what you're looking for, obviously, but you know what I mean. All right. Um, by the way, Sooners again tomorrow, 11 a.m. on ABC, pregame beginning at 7 a.m. We will talk to Brandon Drum later today at 135 right here on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. We do have my uncle. He was very bizarre on this morning with uh, T. Row and TJ. We'll have his thoughts on the matchup coming up around 120. Uh, the question is... You know, and this is the standard question you get for a team that just wins a big game. How focused are you going to be when you're playing an opponent that you're a heavy favorite against and playing at home? Talking about Oklahoma's gigantic win over Texas, just, you know, elevated Oklahoma into the uh, top ten in the country. They're number six this week into the college football playoff conversation. Dylan Gabriel in the Heisman conversation as well. It changed the tone of Oklahoma season, particularly now the Sooners, you know, throughout their history, they have been used to that. But after six and seven a year ago, 
lot of people were taking the wait-and-see approach with this OU football team, and you can't really blame them. But it looks like Oklahoma is is back among the serious contenders. So this week, you know, one of the big questions was, you guys, are you going to be able to stay focused and, you know, lock in on this matchup even after a week off? Let's hear from Danny Stutzman and Kendall Doldy ask about, you know, can they lock in after that big Texas win and get it done uh, the rest of the way? Here's what they had to say. Yeah, I mean, the goal is to go one every single week. You know, it's been the narrative, you know, week in, week out. You know, we haven't really accomplished anything, you know, coming off a big one like that. You know, it's easy to kind of get, you know, held up on that. But we put the game away, you know, studied the film, which is kind of tough to do. It's easy to look uh, overlook a game like that. You know, we did really uh, in-depth analysis, could fix all those mistakes we had against Texas, and now we're ready for UCF. You know, obviously we celebrated. It was a great win, you know, uh, a win that we all wanted. But, you know, we went 1-0. That's our goal every week, go 1-0. You know, we're not looking too high. We're not looking too low. So uh, that's kind of been our mindset. It's been easy to kind of move on from that win. Like, yeah, it was a great win, but on to the next. And we're just going to keep going, keep building, keep building, and we go 1-0 every week. You know, we, ha- we haven't played our best ball yet. So, uh, you know, we're all – coming together you know keep building and keep building that's what we're going to do there you go uh danny stutzman one of the uh, favorites for the butts award making uh, a lot of mid-season all-american teams has played great clearly the leader of that defense he and dylan gabriel no doubt the leaders of that football team and both in line to win you know uh, and compete for some major awards they keep playing like they're playing all right so tomorrow is also the 100 year anniversary of Owen Field. Now, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium, I believe, is next year, but tomorrow commemorates the 100-year anniversary of Owen Field. So I want to know from you guys on the text line, 405-651-3439, Kadippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, what was your first memory, your first memory at Owen Field? You know, your first game, something that stands out, and then what is your greatest memory at Owen Field. So your first memory, first game, what stood out, and your greatest memory at Owen Field, 405-651-3439. Parker, how about you? First memory of Owen Field, greatest memory so far at Owen Field. Ooh, first memory of Owen Field would be visiting there in the offseason when I was seven. That was the first time I ever saw Owen Field with my own two eyes. Obviously, that was... 2006 so it's changed a lot since then but yes that is my first memory of the palace on the prairie and then as far as my best memory the one the the thing that stands out to me and it's kind of a little thing maybe not what people expect me to say but back in 2020 steely when we were going through all the covid craziness i remember showing up for the opener against missouri state and, of course, there had been a major question at that point as to whether we were even going to have a college football season. And that field looked immaculate. It was a cool September afternoon. I want to say it was – was it a 6 p.m. kick against Missouri? Or Missouri State, excuse me. I know I know it was relatively late, but I just remember thinking, man, this is never something I'm going to take for granted because we almost didn't get college football at all in the 2020 season, but we're here, we're doing the thing, and I'm grateful for it. I like that perspective. Yes, I mean, that that season was so bizarre, and we know how much we miss college football in the offseason. I mean, look, we, we love watching Sooner 
you know, other Sooner sports, uh, basketball, both men and ladies, baseball, you know, Sooner softball is amazing, carries us through, uh, you know, until the uh, early period of summer. Uh, but college football, man, it comes and goes so quickly. And those days, you know, just about everybody, even you guys who cover the Sooner Beat, you kind of all are, are a little bit of a brotherhood, you know, hanging around and know each other very well. And if you're watching a game, you're with your buddies. It's an activity that brings fellowship. Sometimes sorrow, like last year, six and seven. But many times, if you're an Oklahoma fan, jubilation, like like last week. And we celebrate those moments with, you know, a lot of friends and family. So it makes it extra special uh, because it's a day-long activity, as it will be tomorrow at Shea Stadium, as it always is. Okay, my first memory of Owen Field, and again, we're going to start taking yours in the next segment, 405-651-3439. First memory at Owen Field, something that happened the first time you were there. It could be like Parker. the first. Maybe you visited the stadium and just took a look at it. It wasn't actually a game, but let us know that. And your favorite all-time memory at Owen Field, because it's the 100-year anniversary of Owen Field tomorrow. For me, first memory was an L. 1970, first game. My dad takes me. We're sitting there in the uh, in the north end zone. And I watched Kansas State come to Norman, quarterback by the name of Lynn Dickey. Vince Gibson was the head coach. And I, I didn't understand at that time I would have been six years old. And I remember the screaming and everything, and I remember, oh, my gosh, I, I loved it, but I was like, what have I got myself into? I do remember Kansas State winning that football game. Next year, the Sooners, again, they play in the game of the century there against Nebraska. But first memory was a game against Kansas State that the Sooners lost in 1970. My favorite memory was Keith Jackson's reverse against Nebraska in that 85 game for the 85 national championship team. You know, what a play that was. The stadium went absolutely crazy. So those would be my my two memories. Again, first, lost to K-State 1970. And then uh, favorite was Keith Jackson's reverse against Nebraska in 85. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's break right here. And uh, come back and start getting your texts. We do have Brandon Drum coming up at 135. We'll talk more recruiting. Huge get. Michael Boganowski now officially committed to the Oklahoma Sooners. So a big win for the Sooners on the recruiting trail. As expected, but it's good to uh, have it official now. And uh, Parker, again, has a great interview with Michael Boganowski on OU Insider. That's uh, it's at least 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. So it's good stuff if you haven't checked that out already. Okay, break time, coming back, OEC Fiber Football Friday, right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. What it is, I'll tell you what it is, it's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. I am here at Riverwind Casino, Parker's on location as well. You know, the Sooners play normally really, really good football every year, right? One of the great programs, certainly a blue blood, one of the best programs in college football history arguably the best so you want to see clearly when the Sooners are making those big plays if you're you know getting a little bit older if you're in your 40s or older you're thinking about improving your eyesight I couldn't see who made that block oh Walter Rouse blocked two guys I'm looking with my glasses 
you don't want to do that. Let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, very simply, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs. And unlike LASIK, which many times will leave patients needing those reading glasses again or adjusting to monovision, lens replacement can eliminate the need for additional eyewear after your surgery. Uh, We don't want the eyewear, right? So lens replacement is the answer. The other best part of the whole deal with lens replacement, you'll never require a cataract surgery. Lens replacement is the way to go. The new LASIK, it is a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out out the uh, new LASIK available now at thenewlasik.com. Coming up in the next segment, the Dumbass Clip of the Week. So get ready for that. We have Brandon Drum at 135. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. And uh, Parker Thune is out on location as well. So we've asked our uh, great Ref Army, you know, since tomorrow commemorates the 100-year anniversary of Owen Field. Owen Field, not the stadium, but Owen Field. Uh, what is the, what's your first memory of Owen Field? And what's your favorite memory of a player? Something that happened, you know, with Owen Field. Parker, you got the text over there. I do. Let's start with the word of our number one ranked texter, Cherokee Sooner. The first time I was at Owen Field was the spring game in 02. The best memory I have is the 08 Tech game. I don't know if anyone relishes enormous lopsided victories over Texas Tech quite like Mike Steely. <laughs> the House of Pain jump around game. Was unbelievable. Yeah, that was that was a great night. That's got to be the loudest. If it's not the loudest, it's it's got to be right up there. But that was that the Sooner fans. I remember Bob Stoops asked him, kind of like the soundbite you heard Chris Plank play at the end of his show on the Plank Show from Nick Saban. You know, imploring the Alabama fans to get loud and get crazy and mess with the Tennessee offense. And uh, you know, the Sooner fans were great that night. Got a lot of first-time texters chiming in. This listener from here in the 405 says, First memory, 1988 OU Nebraska, upper deck seats in freezing rain and wicked wind, lost 7-3. to Greatest memory is a tie between two things. One, as a kid, we could get on the field and play pickup football. When it snowed or rained, it was game on. Two, hanging out in the stands after the Nebraska game in 2000. Stood there for quite a while realizing, oh, we're back. Yeah, no doubt. The uh, And that comment about, you know, you used to be able to – I can remember my cousins coming in for Thanksgiving and, like, you know, after a game or whatever, or they'd come in for the holidays and we'd go over to Owen Field or some buddies, we'd go over there, and you, you could play, you know, touch football out there on Owen Field. Uh, it was artificial surface at that time, clearly, and you can remember the crown in the middle of the field that helped with the drainage and the Sooners are always running downhill – when they were running that option play. So, yeah, imagine doing that now. Not going to happen. Yeah, no, that would be heavily, heavily frowned upon. Bumpy Rhodes says, 85 OU Nebraska, I was nine, sat in the north end zone. My parents loaded me down with oranges. First row, I drilled at least three Huskers with oranges. You did have to look out for flying oranges back in the day. No doubt, no doubt about it. And the Sooners were usually the ones headed to Miami. Uh, and what was crazy, again, the one year, we talk about that 78 team, which was probably the best team in college football that, 
that year. But unfortunately, they had all those fumbles in Lincoln. You know, I know Billy Sims gets mad. Billy gets mad because everybody focuses on his. That was the one at the three-yard line that Jim Pillen recovered. But then again, the, the, the only thing that redeemed that horrible loss, heartbreaking loss, was the rematch in the Orange Bowl. And again, Tom Osborne and Bob Devaney getting the call from the Orange Bowl. We are going to pair you against the University of Oklahoma. And the video, it looked like a still picture. They were like, just seriously, we finally beat these guys. We beat them, and we got to play them again. So, yes, but the oranges would, could be used as weapons back in the day, no doubt. A listener from Albuquerque. Might be Heisenberg, says, my first game was at Owen Field in 96. I watched us lose to Nebraska 73-21. to Best memory was sneaking into the stadium when I was 13 with my cousins and watching OU beat Nebraska in 2000, seeing the goalposts go down. KW918 says, my first memory was that 95 Colorado game. You want to open that can of worms again? My favorite was probably when John Blake was there and they beat Syracuse by blocking a field goal at the end. Fun game. That was the game where uh, Donovan McNabb also vomited on the field. So Donovan McNabb is one of the, I don't know how many other players have vomited on Owen Field, but Donovan, Donovan McNabb did that day, the Syracuse quarterback. Sooner D says, a buddy of ours stole a Nebraska game ball during the rushing of the field. I'm assuming that's in reference to 2000. Another 405 listener says, Best memory, Nebraska 1979, Billy Sims put on a show. A lot of OU Nebraska games making appearances when it comes to folks' best memories. Yeah, they, there were so many, uh, you know, so many great games between those teams, and that that's the game where Sooner Magic was born. I can remember the end of that game. You can find the video. Uh, that was the 79 game again. Billy Sims, you know, was banged up some earlier in the year, and that's why he didn't win back-to-back Heisman's. Charles White of USC won it, but um, Billy Sims jumping into Barry Switzer, or was it the other way around? Was it Switzer jumping into Billy Sims' arms? It may have been that, but anyway, I know that Billy Sims had a big day in Switzer, and uh, Billy Sims embraced after the game. It was a nice win for OU. This listener says, my favorite part of Owen Field is the beautiful brick architecture. I'm wondering, are we getting more bricks, B-R-I-X, today? Well done, sir. Very nice. A play on words. You, you, the man reading the text can answer that. What are we thinking on <laughs> I, I think bricks? I think you're going to get more bricks at a certain point. I just, I, I don't know if that's today. I wouldn't anticipate that being today. Okay, let's get a couple more in. Uh, Tyler from Kellyville says, the worst was when AD sprained his ankle and we lost to TCU. Best, Brennan Clay walk-off overtime touchdown against Oklahoma State 2012. That was a pretty good one. That yeah, absolutely. And uh, who was it that broke up the uh, the two point pass? Um, was that Stephen Parker? Who was it that broke up the two point play for TCU in a tight game? Help me out, text line. Stephen Old Parker. Memory. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, do we have time for? Yeah, we got time for like two more, Parker. Let's do it. Uh, Rocket Man says Steely just said Jim Pill in Nebraska recovered Billy Sims fumble, and I can remember he was number twenty nine, but I can't remember what happened yesterday. Yeah, and that's that's the way old man memory works. You know, you you can uh, you can go back to previous decades, sixties, seventies, eighties for me, pretty good. Start getting into the nineties, gets a little murky into the two thousands and the two thousand tens. It's a 50-50 proposition sometimes, so I understand. Okay, 405-651-3439 here at Riverwind Casino. OEC Fiber. Man, the reputation for OEC Fiber is off the charts. Everybody loves it. Great reviews. I mean, David Goodspeed's heading it up. I mean, this man is a gigantic Van Halen fan, and Van Halen's really good, right? I mean, come on. So, you know, the man who loves VH, Van Halen, is going to tell you the absolute truth because Van Halen fans are that way. And OEC Fiber is spectacular. Uh, OEC Fiber Football Friday here on the ref, and uh, we appreciate them very much. Okay, when we get back, we've got more to talk about. Parker went to see Jaden Woods last night, not just cover uh, Michael Boganowski. We'll get his take on the four-star edge rusher when we get back. And we also have our dumbass clip of the week. You might be able to guess who it is. Maybe not. We'll find out next here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Back here in Riverwind, OEC Fiber Football Friday. Mike Steely with you. Pre-game tomorrow, 7 a.m. right here on the ref. Two places on Campus Corner, the legendary Balfour with Jerry and company over there. Anything you're looking for, Sooner-related, sportswear, hats, jerseys, you know, drinkware. Let's say you're big and host a big uh, Sooner party at your home and you need some new New Sooner gear for your grill. They have grill covers, utensils. I mean, everything you can think of Sooner-related at Balfour. We'll also be at Boyd Street Ventures tomorrow as well. Here at Riverwind, it's a big weekend. Gin Blossoms with Tonic. Final Beats and Bites show of 2023 is happening Sunday night, 5 o'clock. And again, if you come on out in person to the Showplace Theater and buy two tickets for this show with the Gin Blossoms and Tonic Sunday at 5 o'clock outdoors, Coupel Works Beats and Bites stage. You're going to get an official Riverwind Beats and Bites T-shirt and $5 in bonus play. And you could parlay that into who knows what. Uh, great shows coming to the uh, Showplace Theater as well. Rodney Carrington, October 27th in November. Aaron Lewis, Flatland Cavalry, Justin Moore in December. Remember, they just announced that Pete Davidson, comedian, yes, SNL fame, Pete Davidson's going to be at the Showplace Theater December 3rd. Those tickets went on sale today. So if you want to get those, I would recommend you get out of here to the uh, Showplace Theater box office or get online at riverwind.com for that Pete Davidson show December 3rd. They also have Lee Bryce, Ron White, Midland in December, and January, Boys to Men, February, Scotty McCreary, many more to come at the Showplace Theater. All right, let's see who's starring this week. In the dumbass clip of the week, let's roll it. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> Last year, they were like, oh, 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 and Rally. And they, they, just, they were just driving each other crazy, like, oh, my God, you're going to see. Oh, oh, oh. And, and finally, finally, USC comes out and, and looks terrible. 
and they can say, oh, look, I told you. No, you didn't. You were just hoping, okay? So I'm not giving them full credit. Oklahoma fans have two games every single week. It's Oklahoma's game, and it's whoever plays USC. Which, by the way, it was the whole point, like, you know, when I was in it with OU fans about that, it's like, if you want to care about Lincoln Riley, that's fine. But say that you care because it's very clear that you care. And they are obsessed with Lincoln Riley. They hang on the man's nuts. Whoa! <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. <clears throat> what a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> there you go. Brandon Walker making his second appearance in the dumbass clip of the week brought to you by dumbasses. They're dumb and their asses. Do you agree with that selection, Parker Thum? Does that work for you? I mean, I don't know if there is a more natural selection for this week as far as that distinction is concerned. He's the Victor Wimbanyama of the uh, weekly draft, pretty much. <laughs> the Brand gift Walker, that keeps so. on giving. That's exactly right. All right, 405-651-3439. Kadippemeyer Chevrolet text line, we're asking you, since tomorrow commemorates the 100-year anniversary of Owen Field, what was your first moment like at Owen Field? What memory do you have, and what is your favorite moment at Owen Field? So let's get back to the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Blue of Green Country says, I was ninth grade, 1981, versus the Oregon State Beavers. After the game, we were walking on the ground near the edge of the upper deck, and a seat cushion fell from the upper deck right next to us that would have seriously injured us if it would have hit us. Best game I was at, no shocker here, 2000 epic win versus Nebraska. 2000 Nebraska is no doubt one of the great games ever at Owen Field and certainly, you know, arguably the best postgame celebration. I can't think of a better one than that. Now, you can talk about, you know, uh, Cherokee Sooner reference the uh, jump around game, right? And in-game atmosphere, that one's pretty hard to beat, but... As far as post-game celebration, I mean, pepper spray had to come out for a few people, right? That was amazing. Okay, back to the text line. KW918 says, worst memory, tie between watching Baylor run the same exact slant play all the way down the field for a touchdown and every home game that starts at 11 a.m. It's a crime 85,000 people have to do this week after week. You know, here's, here's the issue also, though. Besides, like, that primetime slot, the one, you know, primetime slot, like the ABC game, the 11 a.m. kickoffs are now, like, right there, right? As they're that valued, maybe even more, because you can go right from your pregame show, whether it's big noon kickoff or college game day, right to a really big game or a really big name team. So, I don't know. Can it slow down in the SEC? Yeah, it probably will, but guess what? They're not going away. Sooner D says, first memory, Scott Hill going airborne to lay out Tony Dorsett. Best memory, being down on the field throwing passes with the Nebraska game ball following the 2000 win versus the Huskers during the Red October run. I mean, it's not shocking that the 2000 Nebraska game is represented most substantially among these best memories. But I, it, we're seeing a lot of 2000 OU Nebraska. Yeah, and um, I was also there for that Scott Hill hit on uh, Tony Dorsett. It was, it, it's got to be the most memorable hit in uh, Sooner football history. Now, 
you know, on on field, I think you look at uh, the most memorable one would probably be, well, Roy Williams wasn't really a – I mean, it was kind of a hit, more of a deflection on Chris Sims, but Tony Dorsett, he was totally Dorsett at that time, by the way, and uh, he he absolutely got laid out. Great hit. First memory, this comes from the 918. Uh, my first year with season tickets – at the 1975 46-10 win over Pittsburgh, best memory, here we go again, 2000, 31-14 win over Nebraska. Yeah, that was, you know, what's amazing about that game is Nebraska came out, man, and it was like 14-zip, right? And uh, the Sooners answered. Once Derek Strait got the uh, the pick six, uh, it was going to be a great day for Oklahoma, and, uh, you know, it, it was it was a little bit, you know, the, the OU-Texas game that we recently saw, maybe not to the same extent because, you know, the Sooners at that point, everybody knew, yeah, this, this team has a great chance to win the national championship. I think the Texas win in the Cotton Bowl put this Oklahoma team kind of back on the map after a dreadful year, uh, you know, the previous season. But that was, uh, that was a game where Sooner fans had had you know, not just one bad season, but they've been in a valley, man, and it was bad. And, it, you know, the Howard year was a laughing stock. The Blake years, not much better. Everybody loved John Blake, just not as a head coach. But uh, so that, you know, Sooner fans had been wanting to to get back to the top of the mountain, and that, that established Oklahoma as being right there again. So, yeah, we'll get a lot of those. All right, next hour. We have my uncle on the way. We have Brandon Drum coming up. More of your texts on the way. A lot more preview for the Sooners matchup with UCF tomorrow as well. So keep it right here. I'm at Riverwind. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. We're coming right back. It's Friday. Let's party. It is an OEC Fiber Football Friday. It's a great day, and tomorrow will be a great day as well. Sooner football is back after the big win over Texas. Oklahoma now a 17-and-a-half point favorite against UCF. 11 a.m. on ABC tomorrow. Pre-game show begins at 7 a.m. right here on the ref. Two great locations on Campus Corner, Boyd Street Ventures and Balfour of Norman. Can't wait to get out there, see all the Sooner fans. Let's get Sooner football cranked up again. Number six team in the country versus Central Florida tomorrow, 11 a.m. on ABC. All right, checking in with Parker here in one minute. Let's hear from the two quarterbacks tomorrow. Dylan Gabriel with that legendary drive in the Cotton Bowl put himself right into the Heisman conversation. Michael Penix, Jr. of Washington is uh, the leader when you look at all the odds. But Dylan Gabriel's either second or third uh, in all of these polls for the Heisman at the halfway point of the season. Here's DG earlier this week talking about the off week for the Sooners and the back half of the season. It's been good for us just being able to stay present. And I say that because that's what we've been doing thus far and, and being able to just be in the moment, take advantage of every opportunity. And as cliche as it sounds, it's the routine and, and things like that that people can get bored with. But just being dialed into it, preparing our butt off and, uh, you know, Coming to Saturday, being able to, you know, let it loose. So just I guess the combination of all that uh, will help us. So what are some things you identified that you want to clean up moving forward in the back half of the season? Yeah, I think it's just 
as a group, we got to be better. And I say that uh, there's there's parts where we can you know get away from people and we you know we leave them in the game. And I think us being able to take advantage of every opportunity, uh, close the door early, and uh, just knowing how good we can be because we haven't played our best football. And you know that's that's important knowing that there's area and room to get better, and we need to. And we will. There you go, uh, Dylan Gabriel having a great year for the Sooners. Let's hear from. UCF's quarterback. He's back this week. John Rice Plumley back under center for the Knights against Oklahoma. Certainly knows uh, Jeff Levy and uh, that offense. And uh, obviously at Old Miss for a while before uh, winding up at UCF. Here is what John Rice Plumley said about the Sooner defense. They throw a lot of stuff at you. Uh, they, they love to, to pressure and, and kind of try to confuse you sometimes. Um, and so we're trying to, to, to put a good game plan together, put a good scheme together to, to combat that. Um, but they ultimately have really good players too. Um, but I think UCF has some really, really good players as well. There you go. Can't wait for pregame tomorrow, 7 a.m. right here on the ref. All right, one real quick note. I'm going to send it out to Parker. Um, we want you to take our survey and the survey ends on Saturday. It is on the Ref Twitter account. It literally takes 30 seconds. No spam involved. We just want you to answer a couple questions. It will really help us out And what we're doing as a radio station. It's also on Facebook, really. And uh, you can find it there. And I promise you, this is not a really invasive questionnaire. There are like three questions, and... It takes about 30 seconds. So it's super simple. Please take that. Uh, and, again, we are giving away uh, five $100 gift cards to people who register uh, and take the quiz, trying to get you to tell us how you listen to the radio station. So I would suggest the KREF Twitter account, but get that done for us if you would, please. And you might win a $100 gift card. All right, Parker's out on location at a great place as well. Here on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Parker, you've got a guest out there. That's right, Steele. I've actually got two guests, Scott and Casey Christian, who run the operation out here at Burn Boot Camp at Robinson Crossings. Guys, thanks for hopping on. Tell me a little bit about what you guys got going on out here. Well, absolutely. First of all, thanks for coming out and, and being with us. Um, uh, we, we've been here a little over four years and I really just wanted to make an impact in our community and have also uh, transitioned into South Oklahoma City with our other location. But uh, really, we just got a community of wonderful members and great staff that um, has a 45-minute workout that uh, will challenge you in every way and uh, really just make a, a drastic impact um, not only for your health, uh, mental health, but also building that community that we all uh, desire. You got anything to add, Casey? Um, yeah, well, just thanks for being here. And we, Burn has really changed our life, has changed our family. And um, it's not just a great workout, like he said. It's really community-based. So we're kind of a family up here. We love it. Yeah, now you guys are also a member of the OEC Fiber family. So tell us a little bit about how OEC Fiber enhances your operation. Well, absolutely. They are a, a tremendous partner. Uh, we wanted to uh, partner with them because they were based here in, in Norman. And I love David and his team that they have. And uh, we had another provider, I won't mention, AT&T. And, uh, you know, just it wasn't working the way that we wanted to. And uh, they came in, were very easy to work with. And uh, knock on wood, uh, we haven't had any issues uh, from our phone to Internet and everything that we have that uh, makes our uh, gym run. Now, uh, for those that want to get involved here at Burn Boot Camp, uh, 
Tell us a little bit about some of the things you guys offer and how would you go about getting involved? Yeah, so you can go to burnbootcamp.com and find our location. We also have Instagram and Facebook pages that you guys can get information from. We run a seven-day free trial, so you can come in um, unlimited camps. There's free child watch that is with any membership or trial. Um, you have focus meetings with a trainer, which is just 15 minutes one-on-one. All of us trainers are nationally certified personal trainers, so that's kind of a, a cool feature that we have is that we have one-on-one personal training within a group setting in our camps. Um, so yeah, just hit us up on, on social. That's probably the best way to find us. We also have a free app if you want to download that and find us, uh, to sign up for that trial. Awesome. Well, thanks guys. Very yeah. much appreciate you welcoming us out here on this OEC fiber football Friday. Hey, uh, Steely sounds like it's time to sweat off those raspberry zingers. Hey, you know, yes, yes. I, you know, I still have, um, great memories of my relationship with, uh, Little Debbie and Hostess, but I think we need to part ways. We had a we had a fine time together until uh, type two diabetes said, "Hello, how you doing? Good to see you." So, yes, sounds like a great place over there, and uh, they're raving. Everybody's raving about OEC fiber. All right, so Parker, uh, let's play if we could the Michael Boganowski clip again. Uh, Michael Boganowski announcing for Oklahoma yesterday. We were expecting that, so. You know, it, it, it didn't come as a big surprise, but you know what? It's a really great get for Oklahoma. Here is Michael Boganowski yesterday, four-star uh, linebacker, going to be converted to safety at OU, according to Brent Venables. Here's the four-star talking about why he chose Oklahoma. Uh, I'd say just, like, the first time I vi- like the first time I took a visit to Oklahoma, Coach Venables, he, like, took me through his whole, like, coaching uh, journey, like what he did at each school, and he was like, I did it at every other school. I think, like, it's going to happen here at Oklahoma. And then, like, seeing how the season played out, just that happened. So, like, that's that's something I want to be a part of. Just seeing, like, how like how they play defense, like, all the moving pieces, like, I think that's that's something I could fit into for sure. There you go. So, uh, Parker, you were there. You had an interview you got on uh, OU Insider, uh, you know, on your YouTube and podcasting. And uh, it's, a, it's a nice, lengthy conversation uh, with Michael Boganowski that you had exclusively – uh, but you were there also to see another player in action last night. The Sooners are interested in, and he's interested in Oklahoma, another four-star. Tell us about him. Yeah, so that would be four-star edge rusher Jaden Woods up at Mill Valley High School in Shawnee, Kansas. Really, really impressive football player, a guy that I think ought to be in the top 100 nationally, a guy that I expect to be in the top 100 nationally by the conclusion of the 2025 cycle. OU's in real nice shape with him early in the process. Again, big fan of his game. That's not the last trip I will make to Mill Valley without question. Uh, really like what Woods brings to the table, and so does Miguel Chavis. There you go. Things looking good for the Sooners, uh, no doubt. And, again, expected to add a commitment coming soon from Eddie Pierre-Louis, who will be in Norman this weekend, and from Grant Bricks, hopefully in the near future for Oklahoma as well. All right, we've been asking you, and let's get you as many as we can before we have to break here, on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439, 100-year uh, anniversary of Owen Field tomorrow. Not the stadium, but Owen Field. I believe the stadium's next year. But first experience you had on Owen Field and your greatest memory ever at Owen Field. So, Parker, let's get to some more texts. 
All right, back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line we go. Tana from Texas says, first memory, OU versus Kansas State, 1976. OU held KSU on first and one, just like the Stan versus Texas this year. I was nine years old. Best memory, OU versus Texas A&M, 65 to 10. My entire extended family attended all together, and we celebrated the great Andy Ashley's 40th birthday. Uh, Cody Mayo, this is a cool, this is a cool little nugget here, courtesy of Cody Mayo. He says, true story. At the jump around game in 2008, I was performing on stage at the White's Theater on the far north side of campus, and we could hear the crowd rumbling on stage. We thought it was an earthquake. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm trying, was Kingsbury was the quarterback in that game, right? Kingsbury? No, that would have been Graham Harrell. It was Graham Harrell. Okay, Graham Harrell. Old man memory, you know, we ventured in to the uh, 2000s. It's uh, it's a little bit risky. So, yeah, what a game that was. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, Cody, at all. Montana Sooner says, first, OU versus Colorado 1987, the first night game ever at Owen Field. Best, Stoops 1999 versus Texas A&M. Something special about it when I knew we were officially back and the Schnelli-slash-Blake years were officially behind us. Yeah, I can still remember uh, Bob after the Independence Bowl. You know, uh, they had just lost. They had the lead. They uh, they kicked off. You heard Brent tell that story, you know, out at Rudy's earlier this year. They kicked off to Deuce McAllister, and he took it like 60 yards, set up a game-winning field goal there in lovely freaking Shreveport for Ole Miss to win the game. And I can remember Bob in the postgame being asked, you know, well, Bob, you know, you won seven games. You get a field pro. Hey, you think they brought me here to win seven games? You know, <laughs> it was just classic Bob Stoops. You know, he wasn't buying, yeah, we're real happy with seven wins. He was like, no way. Such good stuff. All right, uh, let's get one or two more in. Then we got my uncle coming up next segment. Jim in Arlington says, my first game at Owen Field was Baylor, September 22nd, 1984, while in high school. I tagged along with my best friend who sold stadium chairbacks and his parents. I went without a game ticket in hopes of getting to see the game just like my friend by also selling chairbacks. Sadly, they didn't need any help, and I had no ticket and no money. His parents stepped up and bought me a ticket to my first ever OU game. OU won 34-15. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I sold uh, ice-cold Coca-Cola there for one well, actually, like three games, and then I decided, you know what, I don't want to do this because I didn't really make hardly any money because I sold my entire tray because you used to carry them, you know, in front of you with the shoulder straps. And, golly, I was probably 13 years old, and I thought after I sold my first tray, I got caught watching the game too much. Hey, kid, where's my drink, you know, jeez, because I'm watching the game, and I just decided – after I sold my first tray, I'm just sitting here on the steps and I'm watching the game. That's it. I'm done. So it was, uh, I can kind of relate to that, Jim, in a way. All right, let's take a break right here. OEC Fiber Football Friday, Riverwind Casino, big show, final Beats and Bites show of 2023 happening Sunday, 5 o'clock outdoors, Coupel Works Beats and Bites stage, the Gin Blossoms with Tonic. Come out here, buy a pair of tickets to the show. Here in person at the Showplace Theater box office, get yourself a free official Beats and Bites T-shirt and $5 in bonus play. My uncle said something I thought was really disgusting. Clean, but disgusting. Sort of clean. 
and we'll have that for you during his segment this morning with uh, T. Rowe and TJ up next here on The Ref. We are back here at Riverwind Casino. I love it out here at Riverwind tonight. They've got another round of drawings in the 80K Friday night frights promotion. Get on out here. Have yourself a great meal at the uh, food court at Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant over where I am right in front of Chips and Ales right now. Maybe I'll get some carrot cake to take home tonight. Really good stuff. Uh, River Buffet at his steak night here at Riverwind. And uh, tomorrow night, seafood night, Sunday, great brunch. And, again, the final Beats and Bites show of 2023 is happening Sunday at 5 o'clock. Coupel Works Beats and Bites stage. It'll be the Gin Blossoms and Tonic, 5 o'clock on Sunday. Come on out to the box office here in person. Get two tickets for that show. Get yourself an official Beats and Bites Riverwind T-shirt and $5 in bonus play. Parker Thune is out and about today as well, Parker. That's right, Steely. Burn Boot Camp is where I'm at out here at Robinson Crossings off of I-35 on this OEC Fiber Football Friday. Burn Boot Camp has been an OEC Fiber Internet subscriber since October of 2022 and a phone subscriber since March of 2023. A lot happening out here. They've got several workout regimens that you can be a part of. Again, we just had Scott and Casey on last segment, as they mentioned. Seven-day free trial, so you can come try out Burn Boot Camp. If you don't like it, you feel overly challenged, you're sweating a little bit too much, you don't have to make a long-term commitment. But if you want to get on a workout regimen that vastly clears that of Benny Wiley and the kettlebells, Burn Boot Camp is the place to check out out here at Robinson Crossings. There you go. Yes, they uh, Benny Wiley and the uh, Kettlebells got booed off the stage at their last show. Uh, Ted Roof and the three-man front, they are selling out everywhere. And, uh, I mean, the ladies are going crazy uh, watching Ted Roof and the three-man front this year, by the way. Uh, also want to thank our friends at Oklahoma Generator. They are sponsoring our second hour, 405-321-6631. In Oklahoma, with all the stormy weather we have, you're going to need yourself a generator at some point. Check them out online at okgen.com. They are Oklahoma's highest-rated and longest-operating Generac dealer. Check them out again online, okgen.com, or call 405 321 6631. All right, my uncle on this morning uh, talking about the UCF matchup and more with T Row and Toby on the T Row in the Morning Show. Here's how it went down. Let's welcome him in now. He joins us every Friday before a game day on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Good morning, Uncle. Good morning. How you guys doing? Getting ready for another glorious Sooner football Saturday as we continue to march uh, towards that eight natty, baby. It's happening. It's going to be a nice day. It's going to be a warm day. It's been a long time since uh, we played football, so I hope you had a good bye week. I was thinking about something, Uncle. I got a question for you today. Do right. you do you have any pregame rituals? As a matter of fact, I do, T Row. Three things I do before every uh, Sooner football game. I always honor Bud, Barry, and Bob, all right? First thing I do, I put on my old uh, University of Oklahoma Bud Wilkinson t shirt, okay? And next, after that, Two shots of rock and roll tequila to honor Bobby Stoops. All right. And number three, I chase those by drinking a 
eight ounces of Barry Switzer's old bath water. <laughs> I, figure, I figure it's got a lot of vitamins, of minerals, and sewer magic in there, you know? Now, when you open that mason jar, that smell hits you right off the bat. But as soon as you wake up, it's a good chaser for that rock and roll tequila. How how in the heck do you get that stuff? Well, it's well, all right. A fellow by the name of Raymond Reddington and his sidekick uh, Dimbe procured them for me. They have their ways. They are very well connected. I keep them preserved in eight ounce mason jars, going all the way back to '73, baby. Raymond Reddington. Which was a big bather in the 70s. Is that right? <laughs> this is like 50-year-old bath water. It's not even yeah. fresh bath water. No way. Not a lot of people know that Switzer took a lot of baths. I got some so. mail for Uncle, Uncle's uh, mailbag. I got one this week, all right? Yep. This comes from Rob the Poke. Uncle, you do know that OSU has more overall national titles than OU, right? Bull manure. Now, we don't count wrestling, tiddlywinks, equestrian, and all that BS, all right? We don't claim bogus 1945. We wrote in and petitioned for a national championship, Rob, all right? You just stay in your thrift store, second-rate, tiny 12 conference while we go play the big wow. leagues. Maybe you can play Southern Alabama again, big boy, or maybe... You know, end up playing the Bry Institute or Rose State College, okay? okay. That's my mailbag I, right there. I think, I think you put him in his place, Uncle. That was uh, that was really well done by you. How are you Thank feeling you, about my, this game? My, I feel good, but one thing I got to say. Sorry. How great was it to see old mules you get a good country-ass woman from Notre Dame? That made my Saturday, baby. We're close, guys. Yeah, yeah, you're close to running straight to the NFL. You whip, you're softer than Charmin. Go Utah and our organization, Oklahomans for Utah. O F U, Oklahomans for Utah. I like it. Prediction, prediction time. OU seventy three, Florida Central University zero. We sacrifice. 73 zip, baby. We sack Rice Plum 12 times. DG, <laughs> seven TD passes. Ooh, Walter Rouse, fumble Ruski touchdown. Wow. That's a bold prediction. Love All right. you, Michael Boganowski. Welcome to championships, baby. Boomer frickin' Sooner Boganowski. <laughs> that is a name Zero. right up your alley, Uncle. I can get you mason jar of that Switzer bath water. No, thank you. No, vintage you're good. 73, baby. Vintage 73. $1,499. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm going to let you keep that one, Uncle, but I appreciate the offer. Uh, I like your prediction tomorrow. 73, nothing. 12 sacks for the OU defense in this one. Anything else for us, Uncle? Boomer freaking sooner. See you, Uncle. All right, there See ya. Wow. Anybody want the uh, vintage 73 uh, Switzer bathwater? $1,499. I wonder if that's available, uh, how he would deliver that. 
It's probably would have to be uh, delivered in a hazmat suit, I would think, in a sealed situation. But one phrase I didn't think we would hear today, Switzer was a big bather back in the 70s. That I was not expecting. Did you know that, Parker? Any idea? I mean, I would hope so. That's just good hygiene, Steely. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the shower wasn't as prominent back then. I don't know. But there you go. Uh, my uncle, 73 to nothing. Walter Rouse, Fumble Ruski touchdown. Hmm. Who was the last Sooner to score on a Fumble Ruski? Would that still be Mark Hudson in the Orange Bowl? I, has there been a, I, you know, my old man memory is, is not reliable. I think that would be it, but maybe, you know, I'm just dumb enough to for, to forget another one. So there you go. That would be huge for Walter Rouse. Okay. We got a break right here at uh, Riverwind Casino, OEC Fiber Football Friday. Brandon Drum talking Sooner football and Sooner recruiting. Big win yesterday. What's next? We'll talk about that with another OU insider. Not just Parker, but Brandon Drum up next here on the Home of Sooner Fans. OEC Fiber Football Friday. Pre-game tomorrow, 7 a.m. will be uh, on location. Two of them, two great locations on Campus Corner. Boyd Street Ventures and Balfour of Norman. Come by and see us. Balfour of Norman. Anything you're looking for sooner related, I mean, they have it. That place is unbelievable. Great crew over there with Jerry, and we appreciate James and Boyd Street Ventures as well. We'll be at both locales tomorrow morning, and then after the game for post game at the legendary O'Connell's Irish Pub and Grill. Beats and Bites, final show of the uh, 2023 season happening Sunday, 5 p.m. outdoors. Coop Aleworks Beats and Bites stage here at Riverwind. Show up in person. Come on out here. Get a pair of tickets to the Beats and Bites show this Sunday for the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. You'll get a free Riverwind Beats and Bites t-shirt and five dollars in bonus play. We've got great shows coming to the Showplace Theater. Rodney Carrington, Aaron Lewis, Flatland Cavalry, Lee Bryce, Ron White, Midland, Boyce to Men, Joe Coy, Scotty McCreary. They also announced earlier this week Pete Davidson is going to be here December 3rd. And those tickets, yep, that guy, Pete Davidson. Hide your wives, hide your daughters. That's exactly right. Uh, Those tickets went on sale this morning. Get those quickly while you can for the Pete Davidson Show, December 3rd, online at riverwind.com and here at the Casino Box Office. Brandon Drum, ladies and gentlemen, OU Insider. Brandon, appreciate you joining us as always. Um, you know, we've heard these stories about Muleshoe and, uh, you know, his evil team putting out feelers to uh, NFL organizations out there. You know, do you believe the reports or not? Yeah, we'll Kind of, because that's the kind of guy he is, I think. But, um, you know, he's also had these quotes about, you know, retiring at 50 and how much a college job can take out of you. It's year-round, you know, for the most part with recruiting. It's not that way in the NFL. It really seems right now that Brent Venables has that energy, loves recruiting, is a great recruiter. This staff has been off the charts good. They're all about building those relationships, so they love to go out and meet these kids that they think can turn they can turn into even better football players and better human beings. Um, don't you see Brent just appears to have a lot of energy? Both you guys comment on this. 
to continue recruiting and uh, going at it this way for a while. Even, you know, I know he's got Julie's situation, but, man, he is uh, he's nonstop, it seems. Yeah, I, I just think they, again, I don't know that they have the same amount of support staff at USC that Oklahoma has. Um, that was something that Oklahoma Riley wanted, or Mule Shoe, however you want to, whatever you want to call him, wanted when he was at Oklahoma. He wanted more support and help in the recruiting aspect and the off-field aspect to help them recruit, to help them land big-time talent. And I think the, that was another part of the move of why he made that decision to go to USC. Um, and, he, and that was public knowledge. Like, that wasn't a secret that he was frustrated with the amount of, you know, help that they had as far as the staffers go. I think they had, what, 30 total, 35 total people, and now they're close to 100, if not at 100 in the uh, football offices now. And so it is a stark difference. It makes a big difference because it takes a lot of the stuff off the plate of the, the coaches that they have to do as far as the paperwork and all the monotonous stuff. They can, you know, you know, crap rolls downhill, right? And if you're not one of those high-paying guys, you're going to have that happen. And I'm not sitting here defending the shoe on that. It's just it, it, it's the truth. And so Venables is allowed to have more energy for that type of stuff because he doesn't have a lot of the external things. He's talked about it, actually. He said, I've learned to delegate things to my staffers, my support staff, to help me in those those situations to, to relieve a lot of the stress and the pressures because that's what they're there for. So, I mean, I... He's going into the Big Ten. They're not recruiting at the level they thought they were going to be recruiting at in uh, at USC. Uh, they're struggling a little bit. I think he's starting to feel the pressure in the bind. It was all great hunky dory whenever they came in and they went from four and eight to you know twelve and two or eleven and whatever they were last year and uh, playing for the Pac-12 title. You know Caleb won the Heisman and obviously bringing in the best player in college football that helps. But once things start to, you know, the shine kind of wears off and people are starting to, okay, well, that Alex Grinch defense continues to suck. And now they don't have an offensive line and your Heisman Trophy and future first-round pick or first overall pick of the NFL draft is getting killed every time he drops back to pass. Now you're starting to feel the heat and the pressure of 13 million people in the metropolitan area instead of just being a state of four, four, four and a half million whatever Oklahoma has and it's it's a completely different ball game and yeah I get the stress and pressures at Oklahoma you know because Dallas the DFW market also kind of harpens on you so you get Oklahoma City and Dallas kind of bearing down on you when you're struggling in Norman but man that's a that's a that's a different that's a whole nother animal out there in LA and I think he's starting to see that and I, I would assume there's probably a little bit of remorse buyer's remorse Afterwards, thinking, oh, well, this isn't all it's cracked up to be because I have to win. I have to play for national titles here. Or they're going to run me out. And I was, I, he was set for life in Norman. I think he probably, he probably will never admit it, but I'm pretty positive he knows that he kind of screwed, screwed up on that one. Okay, Brandon, as we turn our focus back to Norman America, God's country, yeah. obviously the visitor that I think 
is is the has been the most talked about leading into this OU UCF game tomorrow would be Eddie Pierre Louis, the four star offensive <laughs> lineman from Tampa, Florida, it. who has come down to OU and UCF. Those have been for some time <laughs> the lead two in his recruitment. Beyond Eddie, though, because we've talked quite a bit about him, and no doubt we will continue to talk about him, uh, as especially as we roll into locked in next hour. Beyond Eddie. Who are some of the visitors this week, whether from the 2024 or 2025 class, that you think OU has the chance to make a particularly strong impression with? Uh, you know, that, yeah, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, let me pull my handy-dandy list up here that I just posted not too long ago. Um, and whatever. Uh, so I, I would probably have to say, you know, I guess, Reggie Powers, obviously coming in on an unofficial. If he does, in in, in fact, make it in, uh, the 11 a.m. kick kind of changed some things up. They didn't want to they didn't want to rush the official visit, so they're trying to get him up for an unofficial visit now, and then he'll come back for the West Virginia game for an official visit. My understanding, right now, um, Jonah Williams is supposed to be here. Again, that is another big name that Oklahoma is really, really kind of pinpointing in on uh, in the 2025 class. He may be their top overall target, to be honest with you, just because of the position that he plays. And just just everybody in the country wants Jonah Williams, uh, and rightfully so. Uh, this will be, what, his second, third OU game he's been to in his many weeks. Uh, so you know Oklahoma is way up there on the list. OU, Coach Brandon Hall has done a fantastic job recruiting him and establishing the foundation there. It was down between Ohio State, Penn State game, and OU, and as of last night, it was he was going to Norman. So there's that. And then, obviously, another guy that Oklahoma's going to be pressing hard for is a legacy in Isaiah Mosey. He's coming down the 2025 four-star wide receiver. Uh, OU's already got a really solid wide receiver class. They have Kevin Sperry as a quarterback who continues to surge. And after last night, I don't know how he doesn't continue to move up in the rankings, uh, pulling out the clutch gene that he did in the final two, two and a half minutes on that drive for Carl Albert to come back and win. Uh, Mosey is a guy that it, it seemed like it's, it, it's not a matter of if a win. And Parker, you would know that better than me. But it seems like at some point that thing's going to end, and it's going to end in Oklahoma's favor. Oregon's making a strong push. Obviously, Dan Lanning has a strong, strong uh, connection in Kansas and the Missouri area, being from Kansas City. So uh, that's always going to be a difficult pull to fight off Oregon now, considering they're going to recruit that region very, very hard moving forward. Uh, And then I I guess – DJ Nixon out of Weatherford is going to be in town. Riley Wormley out of South Lake, the uh, South Lake Carroll, the four-star running back who's been to Oklahoma on several occasions. It seems like an OU Texas battle there. So there's several players, and then there's there's another big name out there that we know is really looking to try to visit this weekend. And we talked about him on OU Insider, but we don't. I don't want to kind of throw that name out there yet because I'm not 100% sure if they're going to make it or not, uh, but it is a five-star. 
in the 2024 class on the defensive side of the ball. I'll say that. And no, they no, it is not Williams Winery. So I'm going to get that one out of there. Uh, this person is not committed to anybody, but OU is recruiting this person very hard. So there's several, several. Uh, this 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 weekend could become a very pivotal weekend for Oklahoma moving forward in 24 and 25. Okay, Brandon, before we let you go and ask you the same question we ask everybody on our text line today, tomorrow commemorates the 100th anniversary of Owen Field, and we're asking everybody, what what's your biggest memory from your first trip to Owen Field and your favorite memory from a trip or a game you covered at Owen Field? we got about 90 <laughs> seconds. Not, not, not so much covered, but uh, as a child, I witnessed some really bad times and in 1997 OU was hosting Syracuse and Donovan McNabb and was it 97 96 one of those years I was there uh OU hadn't won a game uh I remember I believe Mike Golick was actually doing the 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 cover commentary for that game because I've seen it again on YouTube but sitting in the south end zone watching Corey Ivey jump up and block that field goal after Don McNabb just ran away from Martin Chase forever during that game. I mean, Martin Chase was running forever chasing that guy down the whole game. And just watching just how great those two uh, teams were just as far as just on that day, because OU was awful, obviously, during that time. But it was a fun, fun game, and it kind of felt like OU was back at least for, as Mike Colt said, that day. We all know they weren't, but that was a huge, huge memory of mine. And I just remember playing back on the south end zone, the turf. They would always let the kids go play on the practice field during the game, and so my parents would always let me go down there and play back in the day, and that couldn't happen now. But it was just a different time, different era, uh, just such a such such a, a lot of lot of memories for me growing up, uh, parents' season ticket holders. It was just fun. There you go. Good stuff from Brandon Drum. Brandon, we appreciate you, my friend. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, thanks, guys. Brandon Drum joining us, OU Insider, here at Riverwind Casino on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Take a final timeout right here. Come back with some uh, final thoughts. Don't forget, Parker's going to be sticking around for Locked In. Should be a big-time show today, as it always is, talking Sooner recruiting at the top of the hour. We're coming right back right here on the home of Sooner fans. Back here at Riverwind Casino tonight, the uh, next-to-last drawing for the 80K Friday Night uh, Frights promotion. Get on out here, and uh, hopefully you'll hear your name called. Win yourself a share of that $80,000 in cash and bonus play they're giving away. Final show of Beats and Bites 2023 is happening Sunday at 5 o'clock. Outdoors, food trucks everywhere, great music. The Gin Blossoms and Tonic. Come on out. Get your tickets in person. Get a pair of tickets in person for that Beats and Bites show. Get an official Riverwind Beats and Bites uh, concert T-shirts and $5 in bonus play. So get on out here and get that done. Don't forget, show tickets for Pete Davidson, December 3rd. The comedian, SNL, Pete Davidson. That Pete Davidson, December 3rd. Again, here at Riverwind at the Showplace Theater, those tickets went on sale today. Get them right now at riverwind.com, and I would suggest getting those quickly because those will go quickly. All right, um, Parker, right before we make our picks, uh, 
Um, we have Somebody? breaking news. Oh, we get bre- well, let's hear it. Let's hear Four-star it. cornerback Devin Jordan out of Tulsa Union High School is scholarship commit number 26 How for Oklahoma. Wow. Just went public this after, like literally two minutes ago. And, wow. Uh, yeah, this. Where did that come from? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. We have an exclusive interview up with him at OU Insider right now. We had about a 24-hour heads up that this was coming, but it all came together very, very quickly because, and I, again, it had kind of been a weird situation between Jordan and Oklahoma for a couple weeks there, but there was a conversation between Jordan and the Oklahoma staff earlier this week where the OU staff basically said, all right, let's, let's either do this or let's not do this. I make, make the call one way or another. And Devin Jordan said, you know what? I want to be a Sooner. So there you go. He's on board. Dave, how about that? Yeah, it was kind of weird how uh, you had heard, well, Devin Jordan looks like it's looking pretty good for Oklahoma, and then things kind of cooled off. So uh, there you go, Devin Jordan, the corner from Union, committing to the Sooners. All right, uh, real quick, somebody requested, I didn't hear the dumbass clip of the week, so we'll play that for you one more time. Here is this week's dumbass clip of the week. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> Last year they were like, oh, 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 and just they just they were just driving each other crazy, like, oh my god, you're gonna see, and and finally, finally, USC comes out and, and looks terrible, and they can say, oh look, I told you, no, you didn't, you were just hoping, okay, so I'm not giving them full credit. Oklahoma fans have two games every single week. It's Oklahoma's game, and it's whoever plays USC. Which, by the way, it was the whole point. Like you know, when I was in it with OU fans about that. It's like, if you want to care about Lincoln Riley, that's fine, but say that you care because it's very clear that you care. And they are oh, obsessed no, with Lincoln Riley. Care. They hang on the man's nuts. Whoa! <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. <clears throat> what a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> there you go. Brandon Walker making his second appearance on the dumbass clip of the week right there. There you go. Okay, um, you know what needs to happen tomorrow, Parker? The Sooners need to come out and dominate this football game tomorrow, you know, and not mess around. They need to win this game big and continue to be on that confidence roll they're on after Texas. I am picking Oklahoma to win this game 48-17 tomorrow. 48-17 Oklahoma. What say you? Oh man, I hadn't really thought about a score. Hmm. Did, did you say forty-eight to seventeen? I did, and the over huh. and under. I think the last I saw was sixty-seven. So that's right around. That's yeah, under. I would be taking the under, but You're it's right around under. that number. So I will say, Oklahoma wins this game tomorrow, fifty-two to twenty-one. There you go. So you're going over, and uh, the Sooners should be able to, you know. Tomorrow has a chance to be their most productive running day because UCS defense has not been good against the run at all. They've been brutal. So we could see that very well happen tomorrow as well. All right, Parker, real quick before we get out of here, where you at? I am out here at Burn Boot Camp at Robinson's Crossings, an OEC Fiber Internet subscriber since October 2022 and phone subscriber since March of 2023. Again, if you want to get involved with Burn Bootcamp, go to burnbootcamp.com. 
Grab your seven-day free trial. Hey, you don't like it, no hard feelings. But if you want to get in shape and do it with some of the best folks around, you can do it here at Burn Boot Camp. All right, there you go. I want to thank everybody out here at Riverwind Casino. Get on out here. Uh, Don't forget they've got the uh, big drawing again tonight, second-to-last drawing for the 80K Friday Night Frights promotional drawing. Get out here. Win a share of that eighty grand in cash and bonus play. Final Beats and Bites Show of 2023 happening Sunday. And get those Pete Davidson tickets. They just went on sale today for the show at the Showplace Theater December 3rd. Should be a really, really good show. Thanks to OEC Fiber. Thanks to uh, Justin Reed. Teddy will be out here at 3. Have a great Friday.